Welcome to the Remodel Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Camille Finan, and I'm a female cabinet maker and kitchen designer in California. And I believe there is a revolution happening inside the construction industry right now. And more women than ever are thriving and living life on their terms in the construction world. Listen in as I interview my friends, colleagues, and women that inspire me working in the trades. A glimpse into the variety of creative careers, these women, their financial success, and freedom. Let's start the show. Hey, ladies, thanks so much for joining me for another uh, episode. I have a really, really interesting woman here, Danny Cook, who's going to talk about cars. Now, I know a lot of us might be good with our power tools, good with construction, but a lot of us still don't really know how to take care of our cars. So, Danny, thank you so much for joining me today. And uh, we're going to talk some car stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, so you, um, I know you live in North Carolina now, and you're, uh, you and your husband manage a race car team, which is very exciting. Um, and I think you're on, he's on three teams, and you just um, are about to go to Italy, right? Or you just got back from Italy, I believe, right? So it's a pretty, it sounds like a pretty exciting life. Yeah, it's exciting. It's, it definitely keeps us busy and on our toes um, with all the travel, but it's, it's a lot of fun. And being able to travel together is, a really cool thing to be able to do. Yeah. I love that. I, I mean, I, my husband's an electrician after he retired from the military. So we did a lot of work together, you know, me and kitchens and him, and we really enjoyed working with each other. So I I imagine it's kind of the same, right. If you really have a passion for something. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's awesome when you have that kind of relationship too, that you can work together and still love each other (laughs) (laughs) at the end of the day. Yes. Yes. We we went home in separate cars a few times (laughs) from the job side. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So you have a a brand called she drives confidence. I'm absolutely in love with this idea, this concept of driving confidence in women and really getting women to be super good and comfortable with their cars, car care, all of that stuff. So do you want to kind of tell us a little bit about the brand and a little bit about like you do some in-person classes, like kind of talk us through like why you created it. What do you love about it? Um, You know, a little bit about the brand and women and teaching car confidence. Sure. So the whole idea, I mean, I'll, I'll back up a little bit. My background is fully immersed in cars and racing. Um, I've been around racing since I was three years old. My dad raced. Um, I started racing when I was 19 I helped him as kind of a crew chief of sorts and kept kept track of his tire pressures, helped him change tires, fuel the car, helped with repairs. Um, I have previously worked at an auto parts store and I just have this whole background of experience. Um, now I'm you know managing a race team. I've done marketing for race teams. I'm, it's pretty much my whole life is cars mm-hmm. and racing. Um, and so this, this, idea for She Drives Confidence really stemmed from one, my own experiences of seeing how this knowledge of cars and um, even just having to overcome things of being in a male-dominated industry um, have given me personally more confidence. Um, Mm -hmm. While at the same time, I've noticed, you know, 
other women in my life or, um, you know, even just strangers we've come across that we've been able to help um, have struggled with knowing what to do with their cars. And it's, it's a big um, pain point for them is, you know, just not knowing what to do and not really knowing that they can figure it out if they just, you know, have this little bit of knowledge and background to base it off of. So the whole idea for the course is to really just teach those basics of, you know, what should you know on your car um, to get your hands on your car and understand what you're looking at. Mm -hmm. And by just doing those things, it tells you, oh, I I can do this and I can figure out, you know, if something comes up, like I'm capable of doing this. So to me, it, when you gain confidence in one area, it overflows into all the other areas of your life. And that can be life-changing. Isn't that the truth? Like I, that's exactly the same experience I had teaching power tools with women was just, you know, you're absolutely right that the minute they start to feel good with a cordless drill, they just acted different in their regular life, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, so I can imagine, and also just women in safety, right? I, Mm -hmm. I, I know for me, I learned really, you know, we grew up in the country, right? And so my dad, you know, we were driving tractors and all kinds of stuff when we were really little. And I learned to drive a car at 14 years old, right? And I would drive around all the time. And the first thing that my dad, you know, on our farm, right? Like in our little area. And the first thing my dad did was teach me like how to change a tire, uh, how to make sure the spare works, how to change your oil, like how to fix some basic things. Mm-hmm. And I know that I felt really comfortable myself, right. As a young woman, whereas my, a lot of my friends, like they wouldn't do, they wouldn't drive long distances because of stuff like that. Right. So I think it's just a great safety issue as well to be able to know how to take care of yourself. Yeah. I mean, safety is a huge part of it. Um, a lot of people, I think one of the things that I like to focus on, maybe it's because that's where I kind of started was with, you know, changing my dad's tires. Um mm-hmm. But your your tire is your car's only contact with the road. And it's often honestly overlooked. Like you don't think too much about it. You're like, well, as long as you know it has air in it, it should be fine, right? But your tire pressures are hugely important for if you have grip, um, making sure that your tires are not worn out, um, that they're appropriate for any weather conditions. Um it's all it's all very important. Like that's that's the only way you can get going and that's the only way you can stop. So it's a huge safety issue. Um, yeah. Not to mention, you know, we all want to avoid emer- emergencies and catastrophic issues. So just a little tiny bit of preventative maintenance can go a long way for that as well. Yeah, that's awesome. So I know you just ran um, a live session uh, last fall. You ran a live session. Can you kind of walk us through like, you know, how exciting was that when like the girls showed up, the ladies showed up and like you started getting their hands on the cars and like, like, what was that experience like for you as a teacher, like really putting into action, like creating this course from nothing and having live women go through the course and get a transformation? Yeah. Um, that course was so rewarding for me. Uh, I, it was my first one, so I had no idea what to expect going into it. Um, and we had about 15 ladies come out to learn about their cars. Um, I went over, you know, like basic maintenance, what to have in your emergency kit. Um, we, we were going to change tires. We ran out of time. So I showed them how, and then told them to go home and actually do it. Um, but it was absolutely incredible to see how much they learned and how engaged they were with it. Um, and I, my favorite, my all-time favorite thing that happened during that was one of my, one of the people there, 
uh, had her daughter there who was 13. So she's not driving yet. Right. And her mindset when she showed up was, why do I need to know this? I'm just going to have a husband and he can do all of it, which I'm sure many of us know is not the case a lot of the time, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but you know, she showed up completely not interested. And as soon as we started doing things and actually like, you know, getting our hands on our cars, she was all about it. They, since we ran out of time to do the tire change, they went home and immediately she was like, we have to change the tire. Yeah. Uh, and that was just, that was really cool to see from even, you know, a, a girl that's 13 and not even driving yet, that mm-hmm. she was, as soon as you get your hands on it, like all about it. So that yeah. was really encouraging. Um, and yeah, just made kind of set a fire around me to, to get this thing out there and, um, continue moving it forward. Yeah. I love that. Um, so I know that you, so you mentioned marketing, so your background was actually in marketing. That's what you went to school for. Mm-hmm. How did you, you know, what outside of just you being around racing and obviously being very exciting, like how did you decide to transition from marketing to, you know, racing and literally being around cars all the time? Like why not just stay in marketing? Did you, you know, what was it about it that you, that really drew you to kind of shifting your career towards that? Yeah. So a lot of it, a lot of it stemmed from when my husband and I got married, um, we, we moved out here to Charlotte, North Carolina and his schedule is so busy with how much he's traveling to racetracks and everything. Um, which by the way is how we met. We met at a racetrack. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, I love that. Yeah, but his schedule was so busy that we were, we kind of sat down and looked at our calendars and realized if I were to, you know, I hadn't had a job yet here. Um, So if I were to have a normal Monday through Friday, nine to five job, we would hardly ever see each other, which as newly odds, you're like, that doesn't sound very fun. Um, And so we, I started thinking around, you know, well, what else can I do rather than have a regular job? And um, it kind of turned into, I started doing some marketing for the race teams he was on, um, which was something they needed. Um, and then I was at the track there with him all the time, which I already had a love of motorsports and love being there anyways. Um, and that over the last few years kind of morphed into our, my husband and I being asked to manage a team, um, which is what we're doing now. And it's, it's been a really interesting journey. Um, working in, I mean, I had a background of like, you know, being at the racetrack and kind of knew it was a male dominated industry. Um, but it's a lot different when you come at it from, okay, now I'm the team manager. Like I'm the one in charge of the racetrack. And it honestly was like a confidence hurdle for me to like own Mm -hmm. that title. Um, but it's been a really good experience. Um, the first year was pure stress and now we love it. And (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, it's just, it's a really enjoyable thing that we can do now and has resulted in a ton of personal growth for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, I mean, what do you think the biggest like, um, takeaway or a sort of aha that you had yourself, like coming in after a year or so, like, what do you think the biggest thing is for you personally that you've grown the most in outside of just confidence? Like what would be another thing? Um, the biggest thing I've grown in personally, I would say I I think I'm better at receiving criticism oh, wow. <laughs> um, in a, a way that I don't feel like I'm personally being attacked. Yeah. So like, I guess in a way, like I, 
not only do I, I guess I seek it more. So I seek feedback because that's the only way we can know what needs to be improved on our team. Um, but even when someone's giving feedback that maybe I didn't want, um, I think I'm more open to receiving that and turning in, it into something productive rather than taking yeah. offense and then feeling sure. like I'm not good enough. Yeah. I love that. So you basically went from your ego being involved to just truly kind of being more objective and able to see. And again, I'm, I'm not good at this. So I'm super impressed that you can do that. Um, but I, you know, I love that you're, you're, you really feel comfortable now that you're bringing enough value that you can actually allow things to keep getting better. Right. Like, you know, you feel like you belong there now. Is what yeah, it's exactly. And I think you bring up something key there is I feel like I'm bringing enough value. I think a lot right. of like initially, especially starting out, I mean, you could ask anyone in the paddock. I don't think anyone knows what official like team manager role is. It's kind of yeah, anything and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I think understanding what the value is that you bring, again, both of us coming from a marketing background, you know, we talk about value all the time, but yeah. it's it's sometimes hard to understand when you're, you know, stepping into a position of understanding yourself what value you bring, yeah. let alone making sure other people understand that as well. Right. And especially I think being a woman in such a male dominated industry, like it's, Mm -hmm. it would be pretty easy to feel like you're not doing enough. (laughs) Like, like, yeah, just like this guy must be able to do it better. I don't know why, but it just feels like that. Like I could feel that happening if it was me, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's fabulous. So I want to go back, just circle back to you met your husband on the racetrack. Please describe Mm -hmm. for us how that happened. (laughs) I love a good meet cute. (laughs) So we, we both were already in racing. Um, I was living in Oregon. He was living in California and there was this big club race. It's called the SCCA runoffs. Um, so it's like basically the, the end of season national event that everyone goes to for club racing Um, and for the first time in, I don't know how many years, at least five years, um, probably more than that. It was on the West coast. So basically every driver on the West coast was going to this thing. Um, so I came down to help someone else. I didn't actually race that weekend. My husband wasn't racing that weekend either. Um, but since I had been racing in, uh, Mazda Miata, I was friends with all of the Miata drivers and he happened to also be racing a Mazda Miata, um, at a little bit higher level. And Mazda had him come in to be the Mazda coach for the weekend. Ah. So we basically were like in the same group. Um, we already had friends in common because racing is such a tiny world that, I mean, if you know, like one or two people in racing, you basically know everyone, like everyone, <laughs> every single person in racing. <laughs> yeah. um, and so we, we kind of crossed, crossed paths and a mutual friend introduced us and we, you know, started talking that weekend. Um, and Kenton's last night, my husband's last night there, cause he had to the next day fly to Mexico for a racing shootout. <laughs> wow. uh, he, he came and hung out with me in the hotel lobby and we were just we were talking and hit it off. And from then on, we started talking, um, we were long distance. So, Hmm. you know, we were texting and calling and eventually video calling. Um, and then he came to visit me a month later and we started actually dating. So we dated 
long distance for nine months. And then I finished college and moved down to California. Um, But yeah, I mean, we literally met because, because of racing. Pretty (laughs) much after that meeting though, you guys have been together basically. Like, yeah. yeah, After that first conversation in that 10 or whatever, like you guys were basically like, yeah, we're doing this. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's great. Uh, What's your favorite thing about him outside of the fact that he's probably super exciting and We'll, we'll be a risk taker. <laughs> That's what I'm expecting you to say. But like, what's your favorite thing about him as a race car driver, just as a husband, as a person? Um, so he is, he is probably the most genuine, humble, probably too humble um, person that you will meet. So it's funny you say he's like this exciting person and he's like, such a muted, <laughs> like, right. like when he, when he expresses something as like, you know, he's, he's concerned about this or he's happy about this. Like yeah. that's a big emotion. <laughs> right. Interesting. Um, but, it, but what I mean is, cause he has this very exciting job. Like he's mm-hmm. you know, high pressure, high stakes, like lots of things happening. Right. Like, so that's what, is that what, like where his personality comes out in his racing? Like, um, it, I think his personality, him being kind of more, more of a calm person, mm-hmm. I think it helps him stay calm in the car. So when there's all of this stuff happening, you know, a lot of people, when they're under stress, Mm kind of like narrow in, in race cars, we call it the red mist, Um, but you narrow in your focus and you like, can't see the full picture anymore, you know, and you get, you get overly focused on doing whatever's right in front of you. Um, Mm -hmm. But when you're able to stay more calm, you can like maintain your peripheral vision and see the full picture and avoid things instead of causing things. Um, So I do think that helps him in the car for sure. Hmm. And so what do you think he would say is his favorite thing about you? <laughs> um, that I love racing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, fair. that's all right. That's I love that. Uh, so you, it really is in your blood. Like you really love it. So actually yeah. I, that's a fo- another follow-up. Okay. What do you love about racing? Like, what do you love about being on a race racetrack? What do you love about that environment? You know, right? it's, it's a hard thing to explain, but it's like when you, when you go, if you've never been to a racetrack, it's hard to explain, but when you go to a racetrack, it's just, it's like this whole other world. Like there's so yeah. much energy, mm-hmm. um, and there's so much technique involved in just driving. And there's like it, I mean, you're fully reliant on your entire team. A lot of people, you know, attribute everything to the driver, but the whole team and the whole picture is so important. I mean, literally one, one crew member making one tiny mistake can ruin your whole event. Right. Um, there's just, there's so much involved and it's such a, a real team environment. Like I, our team right now that we're managing is literally like family to us at this point after, you know, just a few years, um, because you go through crazy highs Mm -hmm. (laughs) and crazy lows and sometimes they're on the same race weekend. Um, and it's just, it's, there's so much involved that I, like I said, it's, it's really hard to explain if you haven't been there, but there's, you can like feel it in the air. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, maybe it's the adrenaline, but (laughs) Well, that's what I was going to ask is, are you a risk taker in any other way? Like, do you love motorcycles? Do you fly? Like, you know, do you take other risks? Uh, not like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like to try new things. Um, that's, I don't really consider that a risk being a risk. But taker. You're open. You're open to, to new yeah. stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. Well, I love, well, okay. Last question. This has been fascinating. I love this sort of like glimpse into a whole nother world. I'm going to, I'm going to go back and watch probably this weekend. Um, what's the one with Will Ferrell? It's like one of my all-time favorite. Oh, um, Talladega Nights. <laughs> Talladega Nights. Oh my God. I love it. So I'm going to go and watch that this weekend. Uh, but what is your, what is your astrological sign? I'd love to know what your sign is. I am a Taurus. <laughs> you are a Taurus. Okay. Yes. That's a very strong sign though. Strong. Yeah. I mean, steady. Yeah, if you ask my husband what he dislikes most about me, he'd probably say my stubbornness. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, so, yeah, but you see stuff through <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's a very strong, loyal, hardworking sign. So, but yes, it can tend towards stubbornness. My husband's a Capricorn, inc- almost identical, incredibly stubborn, right? So um, he needs a strong personality to be mm-hmm. to push back. Um, well, this has been delightful. I love just this kind of like little glimpse into the racing world and how you're helping women feel really comfortable with their cars and car care. Um, have you ever considered teaching women how to race? I, I actually, when I was, when I was driving more frequently, um, I was an instructor, not specifically for women, but, um, just at my local track. Right. Um, I've, I don't, I don't know if there's a a specific, I mean, there are, there's specific like women's track days and stuff. I I have considered it. Um, I haven't pursued it, but I have considered it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I just think you have, I mean, such a charming personality, like you would clearly be a very good teacher. Like I can see how comfortable, you know, I would feel, I would feel scared to do it in the beginning, but I would feel very Mm -hmm. comfortable with you. So I feel like it would just be a really fun thing for women to do just as an activity. I mean, I know, so I, my husband and I both ride motorcycles and we both have taken lots of classes on motorcycles, right? We, mm-hmm. we both rode for over 25 years, but we've both gone and done much more advanced motorcycle training. And it's very rare to find women that do it. And so like, I would have absolutely signed up with you if you were a woman teaching, <laughs> you know, motorcycle advanced like techniques and stuff. So just something to think about. I just think it'd be, it'd be a fun thing. Another confidence builder for women. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I will keep that in mind because it has been something I've thought about. So yeah, if I figure out how to execute it, I'll let you know. <laughs> figure out how to do it. Let me know and I'll fly and I'll be one of your first people. <laughs> I'll fly North Carolina. Um, well, thank you so much, Danny, for sharing like a little brief glimpse into this. And when you get the online course, the version of, you know, She Drives Confidence, that sort of car care thing, uh, you know, we'll make sure to have you back. And, and some of these ladies can kind of watch through video as you help us with their cars. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been uh, really nice chatting with you. for listening to remodel your life i sure have enjoyed being with you today and if you really like our show we'd love it if you would subscribe through itunes you can always send us feedback through email at camille at remodelyourlifepodcast.com and i'll see you next week thank you for listening to the remodel your life podcast This episode has ended, but your remodeling journey can continue. Head over to RemodelYourLifePodcast.com to access all the resources, tools, and links mentioned in this episode. Until next time, get your hands dirty and create the life you want from the foundation up. Mm
And thanks again to Blue Apron. I just love cooking with them and so appreciate their support of my show. Hey.